This is Kingdom Faith, where we talk about the Christian life, the good stuff, and the hard stuff. On this week's episode, we talk about why Christians or people or or whoever yeah. leave the faith. And I think mm-hmm. I think we see this maybe even more than than ever in the in the age that we're living in. Sure, absolutely. It's easy to do. Yeah, absolutely. It's taking the easy way out. But uh, before we dive into into this uh, week's episode, how's your week been? It's good, and I'll say it first. Happy birthday, Savannah. Yeah. Because I know you probably forgot. <laughs> no, yeah, I definitely didn't yeah, forget. Yeah, sure. Uh, I'd like to make a, uh, an observation. It's the second day of fall, and we both dressed accordingly. I dressed like a pumpkin, and you dressed yeah. like a lumberjack. Yeah, so. absolutely. Happy fall, y'all. Yeah, happy fall. Um, but when this episode comes out, see, Phil always forgets this, that these don't come out right away, so he talks about the day that we're recording them. Yeah. But the day that you're listening, it won't be my wife's birthday, but uh, you can wish her a late happy birthday. Yeah, happy birthday again, Savannah. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. But my week's been good, man. Good. It's been good. Um, staying busy at work, looking forward to the weekend. We got Harlan's birthday tomorrow, so we're going to shower her with loves and love and gifts and uh it's gonna be a good good weekend go to the awesome. bluffton street fair i think after is the plan so wow it sounds be like a good a, time sounds like a weekend for sure yeah how's your week been homie <sighs> not too bad yeah yeah what did you do for her birthday well anything it's, yet? it's not nothing yeah i have some gifts waiting on the doorstep ah. let me just tell you a story for All a moment right, lay it on this me. has nothing to do with our episode this week but i had ordered a couple gifts uh off of Amazon, okay. and they were both prime. They're gonna get here like the next day. <laughs> sure. um, I get uh, an email the next day saying uh, they're coming from San Francisco. So I'm like, how are they gonna make it from San Francisco in a day, anyways? But anyways, they get all the way to Cincinnati and they get it delayed. So I get this email saying that um, they're delayed and it might be another day or two days. And if it's not, then they'll re, re, you know, refund me or whatever. But I, they expect it to come the next day. Mm-hmm. So the next day, which would be today. No, which would okay. be Wednesday. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Wednesday morning. So I ordered these on Sunday or Monday. You're brave. Yeah, no. You're brave. Um, I knew, but I knew I had Amazon Prime. Okay. Yeah, that's the beauty of the age Can that I give we you live just in. Just a Phil. little snippet. I've never ordered anything off of Amazon. Yeah, you can't use a computer. Ever. You got me there. <laughs> and yeah, I got I got the pencil and paper, and you got the you got the fancy. Yeah. Um, add a little bit of technology. Yeah, well, you know. Um, but anyway, so I get this this email Wednesday morning, saying that basically we're not shipping these to you. Oh, yeah. Good. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, that's just great. I said, they're, and they said they're going to send them back. So they made it all the way. We live, we're in Indiana. <laughs> for those of you watching, don't at know. W- at what point do they just say we'll drive it the rest of the way? Yeah, it may, from uh, San Francisco all the way to Cincinnati, Ohio. <laughs> right. And they said we're going to ship them back. It's like I'm basically on the way back yeah, to San Francisco. Yeah. So I reorder them, and now they're on my step. So you tell yeah. me how that so makes any sense. It, it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. Just like people leaving the faith. Yeah. It, it doesn't make, make any, any sense. It don't, it don't, it's like a broken piggy bank. It don't yeah. make no sense. But here's here's an important question, you know, as we start, is why do we believe in Christ? Oh, many reasons. See, there, was all, there wasn't, there was a time that I didn't believe whatsoever. I didn't care to believe. Yeah. I didn't, um, you know, I thought everything that I was doing was about me, and I thought that I was going to make it, and I was going to do well by, all by myself, mm-hmm. not knowing the whole time God was preparing my heart for the day that I did get saved. Um, 
But God's word promises us eternal life through Jesus. John mm-hmm. three sixteen. I think everybody knows that verse. And that promise is important enough. And he says it throughout the Bible that, you know, he's our savior. He's our portion. He's, he's mm. our, he's all of these things yeah, for us. Absolutely. And without him, you know, looking back at the, the 19 years I lived before I was saved, I was like, holy smokes, I can't believe I made it without him. I can't believe I, I even was able to tie my shoes <laughs> without him, honestly, <laughs> mm-hmm. because I look at now how much more he's done for me in these, these past nine years. And if the Bible isn't enough, and the promise of eternal life isn't enough, then I don't know yeah. what is. And that's why I believe in him. Yeah. Um, absolutely everything that you said, you know, for sure, is why I believe. But but this is, I think a lot of people, at least those who might fall away, and we'll talk about it a little bit, but mm-hmm. um, they think he's just some dead God. Yeah. Like he's trapped in the Bible, and there's a lot of good sayings in the Bible, and those are good for you know, morality and, you know, living right. Mm -hmm. But God, you know, he's dead. You know, Jesus, you know, he's dead. But but he's alive and he's active. um, And he is, you know, the Lord of my life. Yeah. And he is that because he is alive. Yeah. Because he is resurrected. Absolutely. Um, And Paul even says it. And I think this is a huge difference between all other religions, all those types of things. Um, is that we have a risen Savior. Yeah. And Paul says our gospel, our message, our faith is based on really that one aspect, that Jesus Christ is raised from the dead mm-hmm. and seated at the right hand of the Father. Absolutely. And he intercedes for you and I so we can yeah. have a relationship, eternal life. Um, and it's the truth. Everything in the Word of God is true physically yeah. and yeah. spiritually. Absolutely. Because I, I don't need... I'm, we're just a couple idiots following Jesus, <laughs> but hold on, hold yeah, on. You heard a second what I said. Now. Hold on what a I said. second now. All right, I'll agree with you. Yeah, um, but we are. So I'm not going to go into all a bunch of details for sure. But there's so many, there's so much evidence for God's word in Christ and in the things of the New Testament that you can't deny that Jesus Christ lived. Yeah. That he was buried, you yeah. know, and. And that he the, was raised to life. The historical facts alone say point right to it. I was and, and I, I was listening to Bot Radio on the way to work, and um, he's losing my brain is slipping as it does sometimes, <laughs> uh, slipping his name. But he said the Bible is not, does not contain the Word of God. The Bible is yeah. the Word of God. So if we believe that Jesus is who He says He is, well, then we believe God's Word. And what you said about his life, Jesus him, himself says in John fourteen six that I am the way, yeah. the truth, and the life. No man mm-hmm. or woman mm-hmm. comes to the Father but through me. Yeah, which is nailing the coffin for me. Okay, mm-hmm. I'll handle it. I believe it. Yeah, because if not, then what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you know, and and here's this, you know something else that I wrote down because I think it's so amazing that not only you know is the truth of the scriptures that if we believe in christ we inherit that we gain eternal life you know Mm -hmm. um that we're co-heirs with christ that we're children of god so many great awesome truths in the bible Mm -hmm. um, in the word of god um but he gives us life and life more abundantly having a a flashback to we used to sing this song in our churches 
family of God. It goes, I'm so glad I'm part of the family of God. I'm washing the fountain, cleansed by his blood. I used to think that you just said joint heirs, and I used to think in that song they said join hands with Jesus. They didn't. They said joint heirs with Jesus. Yeah. And so I was singing join hands with Jesus as we traveled this side. And then Ashley <laughs> came down one day and was like, what are you saying? I was like, join hands with Jesus. Like we're holding hands with him. She said, that's not what they're saying at all. Yeah. They're saying we're joint heirs with Jesus. Yeah. And I said, I don't know who wrote this this hymn, but they they wrote it wrong. <laughs> but anyways, that yeah. sparked that little uh, yeah. that little nugget. So but you're welcome. But again, you know, he gives us life and life more abundantly. And like yeah. you said, I really thought I had a pretty good life. Didn't we? You know that. Yeah. That you know, I did a lot of bad things looking back. But I didn't think they were bad at the time. You know, I was having fun. I was looking for happiness. Yeah. You know, and I felt good. You yeah. know, it felt good for moments. Mm-hmm. Um. But I didn't understand what life more abundantly actually was. And you, and you wouldn't without and, Jesus. Absolutely. And there's so much There's so much peace and just knowledge and understanding about what life is and what it means and the purpose. And those things, there's like, there's so many people who question, you know, why are we here? Yeah. You know, what do we have after? Um, and, and everybody really asks these, those two questions. For the most part, they might have different conclusions yep. to what it is. But as you said in, in John fourteen six, it is Christ who's mm-hmm. the answer to all of those yeah, questions. Yeah. Um, and that's so amazing. Um, but that's why that's why we believe in Christ. And and there's so many other reasons. There's so many blessings and things that we gain <laughs> through Christ for Christ. Um, it's. We could we could do a whole podcast and all the blessings oh, yeah. that we gain yeah. through just you know just believing and trusting in Christ um, that it's it's amazing and that's why it kills me when people like we actually just watched a, a documentary uh, myself Ashley and Jimmy mm. on pastors and why they leave and one guy put it to me he's like it's hard it's hard to be um, a closet atheist is what he called himself and hmm. still wake up on Sundays and deliver wow. the word. And you know what the, out of the, out of the, off that documentary, the number one thing that kept them in the church, you know what it was? Hmm. The pay. Wow. They didn't have job experience anywhere else. Yeah, they and that's get what, a job and, somewhere else. Yeah. And you wonder what those churches are like. You wonder, you know, you have a pastor, not in the spirit, not doing what God mm-hmm. wants him to do. How, how is how is the congregation getting fed? Yeah, that's so true. But as you know, as we are going to talk about, as we've already said, is there are a lot of people leaving the faith? I, mm. I think right now we're seeing a lot of we see pastors who have been pastoring for years say, "I'm done." Yeah. You know, I'm done. Not just done with the, there's there's pastors that aren't leaving their the faith. They're just saying, "I can't give it up." Done. You know, I'm yeah. giving up on my calling, which is not a good thing either. No, but. Um, there are even and pastors saying, I don't believe in God anymore. Yeah. Um, and that's a scary thing. There's worship leaders who's been, who've been, you know, leading thousands of people in songs about Christ. Yeah. Saying, I'm done with the faith. Um, and here's an interesting thought. If you quit, and I'll say it like this. If you quit God, what else are you willing to quit? Mm. Your marriage? Yeah. Your job? Your life. I mean, what if if you quit the one thing that's holding you together? Where does where, where does it stop? Where do you draw the line and say, well, I'm not gonna, you know, commit suicide 
but I am going to leave my wife or my husband. Or wh- Where do you draw the line? Yeah. If you're going to quit the glue that holds you together. Everything else is going to fall apart. What else? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, so, Phil, why do you think people are leaving? I, uh, from what I've heard is, ah, it's just not for me anymore. I don't, I don't believe anymore. That's, that's church stuff. I'd rather, uh, be happy. Yeah. That's, that's for you. Not for me. Yeah, absolutely. I'd rather be happy. I just have a conversation with, um, somebody and I'll leave their name out of it. But they said, I pray for talking to me. I pray for you, uh, daily. And I know that you don't think I'm religious and this is them telling me this. I know you don't think I'm religious, but I have my own set of beliefs yeah. i just don't practice them in the church yeah okay so do you do you believe do have you walked away do you not know what god's word says do you not care mm-hmm. about what god's word says and but that's just it people start forming their own beliefs mm-hmm. they say i don't want any part of because there's rules in here i don't know if you guys <laughs> know that or not but there's rules there's a, a an expectation that a right that, way of living. Yeah, it's that, that God that's, has. It's just that. We, we we put so much emphasis on, oh, I got to do this. You yeah, know, why would sin, I want to do something? Sin, don't sin, don't but, sin. But when we, when we do, when we believe in Christ and trust in Christ, all those things become not so much as, oh, no, I gotta, uh, you know, I've got to uphold to every single yeah. thing. And if I mess up, then I, I've fallen out. You know, yeah. I'm not going to get back in. You know, how would I, you know, be be brought back into the family if, I, if I've messed up? Well, we're thinking about it all wrong anyways. When we begin to let Christ come into our life, he's the one who makes us right. Yeah. He's the one yeah. who, we can't be righteous. We can't no. be, you know, in the right sting with God without Christ. Yeah, because uh-huh. God God demands perfection, and we know that we're sinners. Yeah. So where did we bridge the gap? Well, it's through faith and trust in Jesus Christ. Yeah. And that's where the perfection comes in. God sees Him through us, or yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. God sees Christ when He looks at us. Yes. So mm-hmm. hey, you're, I don't look Absolutely. at you as a sinner anymore. Mm-hmm. I look at you as as my child. Yeah, you screw up. Yeah, you're an idiot sometimes. Yeah, I don't always approve of what you do, but I see Christ. Mm-hmm. But I think really. Um, you know, when, when it boils down to why it's a problem or why people are leaving it in Ephesians six ten, it tells, it tells us finally, it says, finally, my brethren, uh, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand the wiles of the devil for we don't wrestle. And here it is for, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this age against spiritual hosts and wicked uh, wickedness in the heavenly places. It's not a, it's not a, Oh, I don't like this Satan. He's cunning. Yeah. He's crafty. He's mm-hmm. so good at what he does. And we'll look at it and we'll say, Oh, it's because I want to be happy. I want to do this. I want to do that. But Satan's saying, Oh, got him. Yeah. I got him. Yep. He sneaks in. He sneaks in. Why? Because we're not prepared. Mm hmm. We don't have, we're not uh, being strong in the Lord, letting his power rule over us. So that leaves little nooks and little crannies for Satan to get in. And, and it doesn't start, it's not door. an overnight thing. I can't, no. there's no way that it can be an overnight thing. You wake up one morning and you say, well, yeah, I'm just not going to do this anymore. It's little, yeah. little by little, little yeah. by little, little by little. And then mm-hmm. you find yourself, you know, six years later and say, well, these past six years have been bad. I think I'm done. It's not, oh, wake up, and I'm, I'm just going to quit. Mm-hmm. I, I don't see how it can be. Yeah. 
Um, so I, I've, I wrote some things down on, on why people leave the faith and, and these are the things that I see the most mm-hmm. are like the, like you said, some of these examples that people are coming up and saying, well, um, you know, the Bible says this, but th- this is what I think, or this is my own set of beliefs or, or why is, why is the God uh, of the Bible, the God that we, you know, should trust right, in, right. you know, there's a lot of these questions, but, but one of these things I wrote down was doubts. And people have a lot of doubts, Um, doubts um, that God really loves them, doubts that God is who he says he is, you know, doubts that, um, you know, really crush their faith. Um, And the Bible pretty clear that people have doubts. Yeah. Doubts yeah. are a normal thing. Even John the Baptist, who yeah. was the the person to prepare the way for the yeah. Messiah, even even sent his disciples back to Jesus before, you know, he's killed mm-hmm. and asked Jesus, Hey, are you are you really who he yeah. are you really the Messiah, basically? Mm-hmm. Um and Jesus, you know, shows them, confirms it through, you know, Old Testament and yep. and says that, you know, have you look at the healings, look at the the miracles, those types of things. Um but people will sit there and they'll let these doubts just control their, their whole feeling, control what they do. They don't deal with them. They don't, they don't seek God yeah. in their doubts. They just say, I have these doubts. They must be true. Yep. And we, let, we, we give a foothold to the devil. Absolutely. Um, when, when, when he comes in, don't think that they're always your own doubts. If that makes sense. Yeah. Hopefully that makes sense. Yep. Um, the devil's really good at, at working his way in saying, are you sure you believe yeah. this? And you look at every, you know, did God really say, that's what he said to, to, to Eve. Did God really say yeah. if you got her to quit? Well, well, maybe. And then she thought, you know, for herself, and that ultimately led to the mm-hmm. the fall in the garden. Yeah, he tried to get Jesus to que- Jesus to question himself. Mm-hmm. You know, if you are who you say you are, yeah, yeah, jump. Because mm-hmm. God, doesn't God's word say mm-hmm. that He'll send angels so you don't uh, hit your foot or you know yes. dash your phone a stone? He he always and if and if he ain't gonna stop with with the Son of God, what makes you think he's gonna stop at you yeah. and me? To get us to yeah. doubt or to question what God's word says. Yeah, because when you doubt and you and you and you say I'm gonna, I'm gonna basically fall into this and say, well, you know, I must not be a believer or um, this isn't really for me anymore. Right. He's, that's a win. Yeah, for it Satan. is. It is. Um, because you're no longer being productive for the kingdom. Maybe you truly are. And I'm talking about a person who truly is a child of God, been saved, and these doubts have just led them way, way, way far away. Um, a point to even to even saying, you know, maybe maybe this isn't true anymore, mm-hmm. and saying I don't want any part of it because I believe there's people out there that are like that. They're completely so backslidden, yeah, um, that they want nothing part of it. Well, and you know, backslidden, it didn't happen overnight. Yeah. Oh no, none of this overnight. happens overnight. But here's the the a huge one, and we've already talked about it some. But desire, yeah, passion desire not for god yeah but for your own desires your own passions yeah this is what people will say all the time i want it i'm gonna take it yeah um 
and that will lead you if you were born let's say you've been coming to church with your parents and, and the bible says you're not supposed to do this or partake of this or that and you say well i really like that so i don't want anything to do with christianity anymore yeah. Um, that's a scary place to be, and I think we see a world right now who has just succumbed to their desires, mm-hmm. um, and that's always been the case. Nowhere am I saying that this is, you know, some new thing that's happening. Right. You see in the Old Testament, you see in the New Testament, the same thing over and over again. They all did whatever they wanted. Yeah, absolutely, um, absolutely. I preach on it Wednesday. Mm-hmm. There was no law. They they were God's people, and they said, "Ah, eh, to heck with it." I'll do what I want. And then when, when something happened there, God, why are you not there? Why can you not hear me? Mm-hmm. But it, it's a, it's a cycle. And you know, you, you'd, you'd hope that you're strong enough in your, in your faith and that the spirit's moving enough in your life to, to get past some of these things. Um, I'm not saying you can't have a bad day or a bad week, but to sulk and dwell in it and to not go back to his word with your problems and just let the desires eat at you or the, the doubts eat at you. That's a dangerous place to be. Mm-hmm. Or you think God isn't moving anymore or God doesn't care about me anymore or whatever it may be. I mean, I I don't want to say I understand where these people are coming from, but we know how to get it right. Mm-hmm. Don't stay in it. Yeah. You know, I can I can listen and, and understand. Oh yeah, I know you're going through a bad a bad time. I know you're you know you're hurting right now. I know you want to do this. I know, but but God has a bigger plan. God God wants more than than what you can ever imagine. Mm-hmm. What you what you what you want, God can provide it. Yeah, but we're supposed to lay up our treasures. You know, we have treasures in heaven. Everything here is temporary, and that's what I'd say to these people. It ain't gonna last long. It can't. It won't. Mm-hmm. Lord's coming back one day, hopefully soon. It's not going to last. But what will last is our um, eternal life, our treasures in heaven, all the things that we're storing up there. Those are last. Those are eternal. Mm-hmm. But everything here, everything you see, everything you touch, everything you smell, everything you, you taste, it's all going to be temporary. It's yeah. all temporary. You know, and we and we seek and we seek and and we seek to find find happiness and, and whatever it is, and it doesn't matter what it is, even if it's something sinful, yeah. not good for me, you know, whatever it might be, um, we still do it anyways, and we never ask the question, "Is this right?" Yeah. Um, because I don't know about you, but there's times that I've done things just in a moment. I didn't think about it. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't even question it. I did in a moment, and then I th- I think back, and I'm like. Why would I ever do that? Yeah. Why would I ever make that mistake? Because I didn't think. I didn't ask God, you know, is this good for me? Or I didn't I didn't read his word to realize, um, you know, I'm living in a sinful lifestyle. Yeah. You know, all these different things. Um, we never, and a lot of these can go back to we just don't talk to God. Yeah. You know, we don't we don't seek his guidance. We don't mm-hmm. seek his approval. Um, you know, we don't care because because Christianity my relationship with Christ is just like a subcategory. Okay. It's nope. just over here, um, and I, you know, I'll go to it when, when it's a Wednesday or a Sunday yeah. or a Saturday or whenever your church meets. Um, you know, it's crazy though too. People are so confused because the world has defined Christianity. Yeah, they're saying, "Oh no, you 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 can do this. Oh, you do you believe in God? 
Yeah. Okay. Awesome. You're getting into heaven. Yeah. Oh, do you go to church? Awesome. You're getting into heaven. Do you give to the poor? Awesome. You're getting into heaven. And there's no biblical standard for what Christianity is with the world. Mm-hmm. So everyone's confused. They don't. They're like, oh, I left the faith. Well, were you ever in it? Do you know what the faith is, or do you have your own set of beliefs that you don't practice, yeah. just like the rest of the world? And this is what the world will do, and I and I and I see it more than probably I've ever have. Um, not to say that it wasn't before, right. but when a person comes out and says, you know, I left the faith or I'm no longer a Christian, there's applause. It's, yeah, it's celebrated. Um, and that's scary. Yep. And, and we'll talk about it a little bit later, but that is, that's not a good thing. Mm-mm. And I, hope, I believe the people who have listened to us would, would agree that there is nothing greater than our relationship with Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, and I once heard a pastor say this. This has stuck with me for a long I'm time. Surprised now. you remember this. I know. Far I don't. Back, but I don't. Good for you. I guess. This is probably I mean, yeah, good for you. <laughs> this has probably been like five years, four wow, or five years. Holy smokes! Yeah, I know. And I can't even remember what I did yesterday. Yeah, I know. But he said it's not about happiness; it's about holiness. Yeah. That that's just that short saying has stuck with me so much because we'll pursue happiness. Like no other, mm-hmm. but holiness, nah, that's no, not for me. No, no, not at all. Um, and and this is what I've realized over time: the pursuit of holiness, not the pursuit of being perfect or yeah. or the best, but holiness is the you know the idea of being so separated, just seeking after what God wants you to do mm-hmm. in your life. That's that's getting pretty close to what you yeah. need to be doing if you just did that. Right. Um, but that leads to happiness. Yeah, at least a joy. Oh, you know, yeah, absolutely. People say, ask me sometimes, what's the difference between happiness and joy? So happiness is temporary joy. Mm -hmm. You know, even let's put it to you like this: your mom passed away, Mm -hmm. right? You weren't happy about that. No, no. But there was joy there, wasn't Mm -hmm. there? Absolutely. That's the difference. Say, I'm not happy about the circumstance, but I have joy in knowing. Where my mom is. Yep, absolutely. And that's 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 the difference. And you, you seek that happiness. You seek that feel good all the time. That ah oh, yeah, it's it's awesome. Now we need to be filled with the spirit and with the word and mm-hmm. with the joy that that it brings. Yeah, it's convicting sometimes. Yeah, it's not always an easy pill to swallow. But at the end of the day, it's right. Yeah. And it's true. Um, I I've separated this one for a reason. Um, because I think it is. It is what hinders so many young believers, you know, from from doing whatever they're called or 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 hindering them in a way that they just say, I'm done with it, yeah. you know, um, and that's sexuality. Oh, that's a big one. So big so one this day. can be a podcast in itself, obviously, and I'm not going to shy away from anything, you know. There you go. You know, it is so sad to see that our identity is placed in sexuality. That that I am what I want to have sex what with. What you want to be. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's sad. Yep. You know, my identity is based <laughs> in Christ and Christ alone. And that brings so much satisfaction. That brings so much pleasure to my life. It gives me life more abundantly yeah. than anything that I've ever experienced outside of Christ. Um, and there are so many believers saying, well, Christians are just against homosexuals, bisexuals, yeah. all the different types um, of sexuality that people... And this is this is a good indication of why this is not a good thing. The fact that we've went from two 
to three to four to five to six, seven, eight, nine, ten billion. I don't even know how many there are. Talking about like the genders. Yeah, just the... all these different identities. Yeah. That's all they're, they're based in. Some of them aren't even hardly based in sexuality. Yeah. They're based in identity. I am this. I am that. That's that's sad. Um, you know, and the Bible's pretty clear that our identity comes through Christ and Christ alone, that we're not defined by our sexuality, that homosexuality is a sin, yeah. that marriage is between a man and a woman. But these are the things that will say, well, I don't believe that, so I guess the God of the Bible isn't for me. Yeah. This is the problem with, with the whole idea of sexuality. Yep. It's based on feeling and not truth. Well, here, here's here, Just to add another layer to the cake, you talk about the sexuality. What about the political stance? Mm-hmm. Because that goes hand oh, in hand a lot of absolutely. times. With, and you can, and you and can you throw say, that well, one. you know, it, it, my political view outweighs my biblical view. So uh, I don't like this policy yeah, or same this idea. law or whatever. It's yeah. the exact same thing. And where, again, where do you draw the line? If But... It comes back to the world pushing it. We yeah. don't even have a clear understanding of what Christianity means. They just think that you believe in God, and that's enough for you to be labeled as a Christian in today's world. Yeah. That's enough. Nobody, <laughs> Nobody's getting in his word and saying, well, what does it really mean to follow Christ? Mm-hmm. How do I really get into heaven? Not mm-hmm. to feel good, but it gets back to feeling. And nobody wants to talk about it until you're at a funeral. Yeah. And oh well, they were an awesome person, and they're in a better place now. You'll see them again. Well, I hope not, because if I see them again, based on what they've told me, and that they're an atheist, and I hope I don't see them again, because I know where they're at. Mm-hmm. But we want to want to romanticize about you know who God is and how awesome and how loving He is and how accepting He is for everything. That ain't no. Yeah. Well, he doesn't accept everything that walks through the door. There's a very narrow way to get there. And Jesus, in uh, John 14, 6, says it best. I am the way, the truth, and the yeah. life. No man comes to the Father except through me. Yeah, absolutely. And, and sexuality, I think, is one of the biggest hindrances yep. in the Christian life today. And we're talking about the hard stuff today. Yeah. Um, because this is the hard stuff because it's life. We're talking about people's final destination, (laughs) heaven or hell. Um, And sexuality, unfortunately, is keeping a lot of people from heaven, Um, keeping a lot of people from Christ. Um, And what... What I... Like what you said, and this this is interesting to me, too... Is, and you can see it even through worship songs today. God is like another one of my lovers. Yeah. He's no longer God. He's no longer holy. He's no longer, you know, the almighty. Yeah. Uh, there's no reverence. Yeah, there's no reverence anymore for for God the Father. Yeah. Um, for Jesus Christ. Um, he's he's just a buddy now. Now he is those things. Yeah. He's a friend. Yeah, you know he's a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Mm-hmm. Um, a friend that would lay his own life down for me. Yeah. But he is also the son of God. Yeah, to label God as just one thing or like one yeah. one you know idea of what you think God is 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 so detrimental to his character and who he actually is he is so much more than just your friend he is your king he is your lord um he's your creator 
Um, and when you start to understand that a little bit, sometimes your feelings don't seem as significant <laughs> as what they might have seemed yeah. before. Um, and just what I would say here to end it, we're not going to stick on this, this one thing for too long. Um, I once heard a, a pastor say this. We all have desires we ought not act on. Yeah. We all have temptations we ought not to act on. Yeah. Um, just remember that. You might have feelings for another man. You might have feelings for another woman if you're a woman. Um, but let me tell you this, that those feelings aren't from God. Yep. Um, that they're not good. That they're coming from Satan in our sinful nature. And we ask God for help. And we ask God, show me who I am in you. Yeah. That's all. I'm going to leave it at that. Let's move on, um, man. That's good. Um, and just know that there's so many things that hold people back. Yeah. From Christ. Yeah. Um, and, and one of these things is this is one thing I hear, at least from my side of the f- family, a lot of the times, is this this contradiction between science oh, and God. Yeah. Um, and again, I'll say we're just two idiots who try to follow Christ the best we can. Yeah. Um, I don't know all the ins and outs of, uh, of you know, science and creation and those types of things. I don't I don't pretend to know those things. <laughs> Uh, but this is what I know. I have more knowledge about science through the Word of God yeah. than I do without. Yeah. Um, I have more answers to science through the Word of God yeah. than I do without. I was, uh, and this is a while ago, but I was again down in Bloomington, and this pastor came in. He was talking about how science relates to the Bible, and he and it stuck with me. He said, "Why do you think uh, the Jewish culture circumcises boys?" On the eighth day, I have no idea. He said because that's when vitamin vitamin K, which clots your helps clot your blood. Um, if they if they didn't do it, if they did it before, the baby would bleed out. Oh, wow. He said so. The eighth day isn't in the Jewish culture. Is God knew that He already took that into account. Hey, but science just figured it out. You know, I mean, not just, but they they knew. But Jewish the Bible talks about that in the Old Testament. Hmm. But there's yeah. so much science filled throughout this book. God is the inventor of science. You know, I seen a, a meme that said, "Wonder what happened before." Uh, uh, who was the cat who in, invented gravity? Isaac Newton. Is he the dude who found out? See again, we're not. No, we're yeah, not the see, we're, no, it's, it's Isaac, uh, it's not Isaac Newton. No, it's the guy with the crazy hair. It wasn't Albert Einstein. Yeah, it was. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. That was not gravity, dude. Comment and tell me who it is. All right. Yeah. Either way, how about this? Isaac Einstein. Isaac we'll Einstein. Have, <laughs> we'll have That's him gotta be him. Isaac Einstein. Along, like, like, wonder what happened before. Like, he just dropped the apple and it floated. He didn't invent gravity. God had already yeah. invented. It. He discovered it. No, it's already been discovered. God already talked about it. Mm-hmm. And all these other things that happened. How the stars got there. Yeah. How the sea. How the land. How this. All these things happened. God has already covered it. Yeah. Um, and again, I won't stay on this part, but I'm sure even even our listeners and, and watchers or whatever they do, <laughs> yeah, um, have heard the same things. Um, you know, how could how could God create the the world in seven days, or how could He, uh, you know, do this or that, or or all the different things related to that? Um, know that we wouldn't even be here without God. That He is the Creator of all things. Um, and we'll have a lot of questions when it comes to science, but nowhere does the Bible contradict science. No, no, ever. Um, 
So here's another one. This is a big one. We're going to get to the two biggest right here, I think, other than desires um, and sin. But sins of the church. Oh, yeah. So, and a lot of times it's true, um, meaning that the church actually did this person wrong. Yeah. That they actually uh, did something they shouldn't have, and it has completely hindered that person from even believing in God or... Yeah. Or whatever it might be. Um, my mom once said, my mom didn't go to church because um, she always told me this reason. However it played out, I don't know. But it, whatever it was, it was big enough to to keep her from, from ever going again. Because yeah. um, she grew up, they grew up going to church. Um, and she always told me the story about how she, she, wasn't, uh, she wasn't married. She had a baby out of wedlock. Um, and her first baby had passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I think after just like a month or so, oh, wow. um, had passed away, and um, she, you know, upset, seeking, you know, advice or therapy, all those different things that any mother would want to know why this happened. Yeah, and she went to a pastor, um, and the pastor said, because you were living out of wedlock, that's why your baby's not here anymore. And that <clears throat> that kept her Man. from ever coming. That's brutal. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, and these things happen. Yeah. Um, oh. And sometimes I'm not saying that this was my, my mom's case because I believe she's telling me the truth. But some I do believe we also you know exaggerate some of those types yeah. of things. Um, I mean, you look at you know uh, the molestations yeah. that happen by pastors when they're. Evil, with people, evil things. You know, there's a lot of wretched things that happen within the church walls. But Jesus, he knew. Church people, did. they're the ones that killed him. It's yeah. not like that, you know, oh, well, I don't like going to church because of this person did me wrong or they said this or Jesus got it yeah. too. It's not like you're the first one to ever be did wrong done wrong by church folk it happened it's it's been happening it's going to continue to happen yeah you're not the first you're not the last but what do you do about it you just quit because the 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 going gets tough no jesus says if the world hates you and i throw church folk Mm -hmm. into that know that they hated me first it's going to happen. We're going to go through trials. We're going to go through tribulation periods. We're going to go through these these tough things, church, whether it's in here or out there. But to quit something that's held you together for so long, like I said earlier, is is, is silly to me. And I pray that I never run into a situation that makes me question, well, is God, is he still good? Is he still sovereign? Does he still love me or care about me? Yeah. And, and this is what I would say to that before we go into something that's very similar. Um, is it all comes back down to back back to identity. Yeah. Is are you going to let what some somebody else did to you determine who God is? Yeah, right. Are you gonna let, you know, a situation determine who God is? This is why we have to rely on the word of God, um, you know, his Holy Spirit to Tell us 
who we are in him. Yeah. Um, because situations are going to happen. Evil things yeah. are going to happen. Um, and if you're if those things are based on how other people view you or how you know how things are going, um, they're always going to come up short. Yeah. Um, and that's important for us to know. But the last thing, there's a lot here, obviously, because we could even go even a lot more. I've heard a lot of the, a lot of reasons why yeah. uh, why not to to believe in God. But uh, the last one's suffering. The biggest question that I have probably ever been asked, at least within the church or or even outside the church really, is why would God allow this to happen? Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's there's many different reasons why God might allow something to happen. But this is what I know. God's sovereignty is amazing. Yeah. Um, the th- his knowledge is above my knowledge. His wisdom is above my wisdom. Um, who can question God? Um, and that's important to understand, and, and hopefully it doesn't sound too bad, but this, this is why this is so important, is God has has a plan for all things. Um, he knows yeah. the purpose for all things. Um, and I can tell you, the moments in the, in the moments of my suffering, a lot of times were the biggest moments of growth. The biggest times where I, I, I you know, I grew in my walk, and, and these are smaller things. I'm not saying I've suffered like other mm-hmm. people have suffered. Mm-hmm. But suffering is... A key attribute to the Christian life. Yeah. Christ promises it. You see yeah. the disciples promise it. Suffering's happening. That sounds terrible. Like if you're marketing <laughs> why to be a Christian, you're like, oh, because you're going to go through suffering. It's like, yeah. yeah, join the club. Come on. It's yeah. like, it's And the Bible bad, says it's, it's to consider though. joy. Yeah. To yeah, count it all joy. That's yeah. right. And... And this is a huge piece because you you start to get it a little bit more when you're able to do this. Yeah. Um, when you aren't so tripped up by what's happening in your life, maybe when you can even throw a smile in, yeah. even in the in the midst of suffering, that in that it shows how good and awesome God is. Yeah. Um, that that things happen. It rains on the just and the unjust. Yeah. Yeah. Life is filled with free will. It's filled with people making horrible choices. It's filled with people doing a lot of evil things. But there's a lot of good There is as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. And this is what I would tell you is God is the, is the author of goodness. Mm-hmm. Know that he is nothing else but the author of goodness. Yep, and he's clear and he's precise on everything. There's yeah. no confusion Mm-mm. when he's speaking. Um, and this is, what I know. this is how much he loves us. His word says, and this is amazing to me. <clears throat> to cast all our cares on him because he cares for us. Mm-hmm. He's not just throwing you in, you know, yeah. in a whirlwind or a hurricane or whatever it is of life for you to just handle it on your own. No. He's he's literally tells us that he cares about us to give it to him, you know. Yeah. Um and that's a huge piece, but but Phil this isn't a good thing. This is not a good thing. No, it's not. That people are leaving the faith. And the world says that it is. Yeah. You see church doors shutting every Sunday. This is a huge problem. And we don't we don't view it sometimes in the church that way. Um we just say, well, you know, Joe over there, you know, he was a deacon, but now he's just living yeah. his life, who cares? You know, basically we might not say that out loud. But we won't call him. We won't talk to him. We won't. Yeah. Um, we won't do anything um, to even even express our our care for him to to come back. Um, and I think that's a huge a huge thing for us 
you know, believers and Christians um, to know is that God wants all men to be saved. Yeah. Um, not all men will be saved yeah. because like you said before, you know, the, the way is narrow. Um, there's And the gates of hell, it's wide gate. Um, there's lots of people going there, but yeah. we shouldn't want people to go no, there. No, absolutely we should, not. We should urgently seek out the lost. Um, and I think I think that is important to know, but but why is this such a problem, Phil? Well, there's a, a lot of reasons. There's personal reasons, such as um, <laughs> I, I talked about it on Wednesday when we're when we separate ourselves from God, there's no more blessings from Him. The benefits of His love aren't there. His protection, His Jimmy preaches about it from time to time. It, hands taken off of us mm-hmm. and it's it's crazy because we'll go through we'll go through this world and we want to be without him and so he'll give us what we want to be separated from god mm-hmm. because that's what our heart desires yeah. as as a sinful human we want to be everything we want to be and we run away from god we run towards evil we, we don't get in his word. We don't do anything, and it kills us. And we think it's it's our benefit. And it's and it's bad as for a believer because if if we truly are a believer and we step away, there's there is a conviction there, mm-hmm. and we uh, willingly and by choice sin against God when He calls us to do these things, and. So that's on a personal side of things. On a outreach side of things, when we're not doing what we are supposed to be doing, when we take a step away from the faith, we're ruining our witness. Mm. Everybody in the world saying, see, I knew God wasn't real. Yeah. You're just like us. Yeah. You're just like us. I knew you wouldn't hold out through this tough time. I knew that you'd break eventually. I knew that this God you serve was just made up i knew it and and they point fingers at you and even when you don't step away even when you sin in front of you you know you slip up you do something they're like oh oh so you're not perfect like uh no i never said i was <laughs> oh so you you are human uh yeah i never claimed not to be mm-hmm. and we and we ruin we ruin our witness and we man i don't I don't get how how comfortable we are struggling without him, mm. without his protective hand on us. But man, we try so hard to be separated and to screw up everything God's <laughs> done for us. Mm. But those are just, you know, a few of the reasons why yeah. it's it's such a, a bad thing to see people step away and say they wash their hands of the one who washed them white as snow and it it doesn't make any sense Mm. to me as to how or why it happens other than it does yeah um and and just what i'd say with that is you're leaving the purpose of life yeah there's no purpose outside of god no you'll try to find it you'll try to create it but ultimately there is no purpose outside of god there's nothing outside of god um, and there's your life is at stake when you 
leave the faith because we talked about it before, and it's so true. You're, only, you're going to fall into two categories when you talk about leaving the faith. Either you're a backslidden believer yeah. who something has happened in your life, tragedy or, yeah. or doubts or something like that has, has drawn you away. You are convicted. You have guilt, but, but you still tell yourself. Like a prodigal. Yeah, yeah. You still tell yourself, I want to do this anyways. You're a backslidden believer. Or two. Oh, you're gonna you gonna say it? Yeah. Two is you were never a believer at all. Yeah. And the Bible's pretty clear and we don't like to talk about this one so much. Lay it on me. Um that faith without works is dead. dead. Yeah. Now I do want to be clear that works don't get you into heaven. We talked about grace just uh, you know, month ago or so now. But you know, we can't do anything to it. We can't do any righteous thing to achieve it. And praise God that we can't because we can't do it without him in the mm-hmm. first place. It's an impossible work without God. Salvation is. Um, but with, with through Christ, it's been made possible. Yeah. And, and praise God for that. But the Bible's pretty clear is you'll know them by their fruits. Yeah. Um, and if you tell yourself, this is where I have a hard time understanding. A person that's been in it 20 years, 25 years, been been a believer, been worshiping with with other believers, yeah. um, all those things. It's hard for me to understand how a person like that can just up and leave, yeah, with it being genuine in the first place, yeah. Um, and again, this is the hard stuff, um, and and I can't evaluate that. I, I'm not the judge. I don't condemn. Yeah. Uh, I'm not supposed to, um, but again, you'll know them by their fruits. Um, and you know a lot of times who's a believer and who's not. Um, and if you're living a life of sin and you're, and you're telling sin, throw it on me, there's a high chance that you were never in the family of God to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. And there's where the evaluation comes in. God, am I really yours? Have you really set me aside? Um, am I truly part of your family? Um, and if you are a believer, you have the assurance. Yeah. You, ne- you need not yeah. to doubt. You need not mm-hmm. to worry. Praise God. But if you're living in sin and you're okay with it, and you're, and, and, and you're saying that I once believed God, but now I don't think he's who I think, you know, thought he was right, right. Or, or whatever, you, you might want to question yourself just for a moment. Yeah. Was I ever in it in the first place? Yeah. And there's a lot of people who said that they never were. Yep. You know, and and that's that's between them um, and yeah, God too. that's between you them know. and God. But there are Christians out who think that they're good. I believe I have a belief in God, you know, but but I don't really succumb to what the church thinks God is, or yeah. this thinks, or that thinks, or whatever. Um, I would just say you ought to question whether you are actually in the fold. Yeah. Um, yeah. But there's another thing, and like I said, your life's at stake. Uh, Phil, can you turn to Romans uh, chapter three twenty three? Well, no, not that one. Can you can you tell me what that one says, Phil? Three twenty three. Oh man, I'll put, put you on the spot. Like that. Oh, let me see real quick. <laughs> uh, I know, I know it. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, for all of a sudden fall short of the yeah. glory of God. That's everybody. That's not one specific type of people. Yeah. That is literally the church people. That's the non-church people. That's yeah. the saved. That's the unsaved. Yeah. For all have fallen short of the glory of God. And then can you read Romans six twenty three? Yeah, six twenty three says. Uh, where are we at here? Oh yeah, for the wage of sin is death, but the gift of, 
God is through Christ Jesus. There's eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord. <coughs> this is the problem. You're telling yourself, I don't care about that. I don't care that I've fallen short of the glory of God. I don't care that the wages of sin is death. I don't care that God has given me a gift for salvation. All I care is about happiness. Yeah. And this is what I'd say again. Your life is at stake. Yeah. Your eternity is at stake. Phil, do you have any final thoughts for this episode? Man, if you guys, if any of you listeners or, or viewers are struggling with maybe some of these questions that were brought up, um, you know, is God there? Does he care about me? Whatever it may be, press on. Mm. Um yeah, it's a, it's a it's a there's a season for everything. Yeah, there's a season, um, but man, don't stay stuck in that season forever. God wants so much more for your life. He wants you to experience that joy. He wants you to continue in the walk with Him, and to do anything less is settling. And don't settle, because Jesus is going to be there with you mm. and for you. Let the doubts be moved along. Let not Satan, you know, find his way in. But as Ephesians uh, six ten says, put the full armor of God on, so Amen. that when the wiles of the devil does come, you'll be able to defend it. Mm-hmm. How about you? What you got for us as we wrap this up? That that's so true. But all I'd say, something short, hopefully short, is don't rely on what you feel. But what is true? Because you can always count on what is true, but not always what you feel. And again, we said it a bunch. I love the verse. John fourteen six. Yeah. He says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. And no man comes to the Father but through me. Mm-hmm. It's only by Christ yeah. and Christ alone. Um, so our weekly verse this week is John uh, twenty twenty nine. Uh, says, Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. So again, um, we're on YouTube, so you can search Kingdom Faith Podcast. If you're not a watcher and you'd like to watch, um, you can like and subscribe the video. That would be great. That helps us. If you have a comment for an episode, uh, what you think you would like to hear on this podcast, we'd love to to try to get an episode for for you. Um, you can comment down below on this video. Um, you can you can follow us on Facebook. A lot of places that you can can yeah. can get this podcast. Also, real quick, if you guys have any prayer requests oh, uh, on the YouTube channel, yep. go ahead and uh, uh, or at the email he's about to 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 rattle off. If you guys have any prayer requests, lay them out. Mm-hmm. We'd love to go over them, view them, pray on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, pray over them for you. Uh, that's something that we definitely. Yeah. definitely love to do absolutely and our email is kingdomfaith2001 at gmail.com and thank you for listening to Kingdom Faith